Hey, Matt. Hi, Connor. Do you like gummies? I sure do. You know where you can get great gummy bears and other edibles? Where? Cannabis in a snap. Find the best marijuana and CBD deals near you on the Leaf Buyer app. It's so easy to save money on ounces, edibles, wax, shatter, and more of your 420 favorites. Stop paying for overpriced products. Just text 31996 to download the new Leaf Buyer app. Standard message and data rates may apply. That's so cool. Hey, hey, hey. What are you guys doing on my podcast? Hey, this is ours. Yeah, this This is is mine and Brady's. Come on now. We started this. Come on, you don't want any of this? No. No. Get off our podcast. Listen to the show. You're listening to the OKC82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. All righty, everybody. Welcome to the OKC82 podcast. After a big Thunder victory over the LA Clippers. Start that over. Yeah, that was We're, we're bad. keeping that in, though, but start this over. How do you, you got this? How do you guys normally I want, start? I want What's energy the... and enthusiasm. The oh. Thunder had another comeback victory. Be excited, woo, Connor. Woo, woo, thunder! They go. did it! Yay. They came Yay. back. Hey, good. nobody believed in them. Everybody thought they were done, but I, they weren't. I did. The people behind me did. Brady had given up. He, Brady left the stadium. I had to call him and tell him to come back. I said, hey, this oh, game ain't over, man. I know. Thunder may have been down 18 points. I had to, t- I had to go up to the door guy and say, do you know who I am? Yeah, because and they he, would did let me in. he did and, not. And uh, ultimately, I never got to see the game. Basically, what we're doing right now is stalling because Madison's looking for the perfect filter for her picture. Her I Instagram am, I'm, photo. Well, I'm here, guys. No, I'm literally... I'm. Oh, she can multitask. I can multitask. Shows how, how much you care about this pod. I do. I I'm it. very excited <laughs> about this podcast. I'm very excited about this game. Um, I did not fall asleep twice sitting up tonight. Hey, I'm. This was actually a really good game, Connor. Connor you know what? Who who are we? We are the OKC eighty two podcast. I am yours truly, Connor Ayubi, uh, the trusty intern, as Brady likes to refer to me as uh, on this pod. Sometimes he refers to me by some less uh, less generous names like what? behind doors. It's not repeatable, man. You know what you you know what you say. Your mom listens to this podcast. I'm not gonna. Hi, John. We won't put that one out there. Hi, <laughs> mom. Shout uh, out to my right is the great Brady Trantham, mm-hmm. and right across from me, still looking to find that perfect filter for her Instagram Shut photo. Up. Madison M. Morris. <laughs> Wait, no, Madison H. Morris. Madison yeah. H. Morris. I got it. I got it. Madison Huff Morris. Madison. Madison Huff huh? Morris. Uh-huh. Anyways. The Oklahoma City Thunder had a big victory tonight, 118 to 112 over the LA Clippers. No Kawhi Leonard, uh, the defending, fi- the reigning Finals MVP tonight for the LA Clippers, but no Danilo Gallinari for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we can basically call that one a wash, I think. Uh, they came out tonight a little bit flat uh, to start off the game. Paul George was lighting them up, but they managed to overcome that. Some great defense by Terrence Ferguson down the stretch slowed that down. Shea Gilgis Alexander with a career high. Uh, tying his career high, which he set on Friday, 32 points tonight. It was really just a great all-around game. I thought it was very entertaining. Uh, Madison claims she didn't fall asleep, so if that's I the did case, not fall Madison, asleep. I did not fall asleep three times. I did not nod off and then jerk my head back a couple of times. I swear it had nothing to do with this game. It was really great. I thought the Thunder played very well. Uh, we're just tired people, man. We're tired people. I get it. It's the holiday season, you know? Uh, if you were at the game, I'm sure you probably had a pretty good time as long as you didn't fall asleep like nobody did. I did not. No, definitely not. I don't definitely know what you're not. talking about. I thought this one was one of the most entertaining games we've had all season. 
Um, I don't know if y'all agree with me since you clearly seem so so bored with the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but no! I thought I thought this one I thought this one was really exciting. It came down to the wire. Uh, Thunder managed to pull it out at the very end, but they were they were losing for much of that fourth quarter before some big shots from Dennis Schroeder. So big, so big. I don't know if it's gonna fit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Man. Here, I'm gonna interject right here because yeah. now it's my this turn. Is, is this what happens? When I, I, this is they, my turn. They dump this on me that I'm supposed to be driving, and then it just you're doing a great immediately job. devolves into madness. No, no, no. I'm just uh, here. Let's talk about Dennis Schroeder for a little bit, okay. just because I you want to talk about mainly me? I want to talk about Dennis Schroeder so much. Man, he he walked right by us um, while we sat or stood in the fucking hallway. Waiting to talk to Paul George for an hour. Yeah, Paul, mm-hmm. what are you for doing? An hour. Man? What are you doing in that locker room? Why are you Russell Westbrook? Yes, Guys, we all know he did this to us last season. He, he did this to us sparingly. Yeah, and it was ba- mainly because, like, when it, whenever he had to go get a haircut, and I guess he was getting a haircut. Now he just took his time in the shower. And he took his time at the locker. It was oh my gosh, I'm not kidding. We stood there for an hour. I think he was just yes. upset because everybody booed him before the game, and he wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah. False. Nah, that's not he what happened. He did not get booed at all. Oh. They had a roaring ovation. People were standing up on their feet. Awesome. Uh, yeah, everyone was actually pretty excited to see Paul George. I ne- I don't really care whether he <laughs> got like booed or whether he got cheers. I know that there were a couple people out there uh, just beside themselves that people were happy to see Paul George, but then there were other people coming at me on Twitter saying like, I love Paul. Like, that's yeah. great for him. And so I am the I'm probably the most neutral person in that entire arena. I did not ca- like care at all whether he got booed or he got cheered for. Well, I was wrong. I completely read everything wrong. So I'm going to give a shout out to the fans of the Thunder because um You're as a native some booze. Well, yeah, I expected a lot of booze actually because it's the easy lazy thing to do. Boo. And I'm not saying Thunder fans are lazy. I'm just saying for the most part fans when they're in the arena can lean more towards like the, the lazy way option. to showcase that they're there. Yeah. I'm here. I want to show that I don't like Paul. Boo. Boo. Really, there was no reason to boo him. No. I mean, the Thunder got good stuff moving forward, and even in the short term, Paul got what he wanted. It wasn't an Anthony Davis exit. It wasn't It wasn't anything terrible. I mean, you had to trade Russell, and that's, that's kind of hard. But well, we, stings a little bit. Uh, we knew how that movie was going going to end. So shout out Thunder fans for showing some class. And for sure. That does matter. I like it, the... it does matter because when you see um, interviews on Twitter or video clips on Twitter of like Paul George talking about getting booed in Indiana and then he just kind of shrugs and rolls his eyes and says, that's Indiana. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just what they do. J- that matters. Like little comments like that, that can matter. And I know Oklahoma City fans um, – can appreciate when former players and especially players like at the level of Paul George um, throughout their career will just say things like the Thunder best organization I've ever played for that city the fans all great so those do those do matter now the whole point of that was um, sorry Madison uh, Dennis Schroeder walked by um, all of us waiting to talk to Paul George in the hallway and he had his uh, is it a boy or a girl Uh, he has a little boy his name is actually Dennis Jr. Den- Dennis Jr. with the umlauts. <laughs> no, um, he he walked by us holding his uh, boy. Does he inherit the accent? Probably. Yes, yeah. probably. And uh, he's just holding holding him in one arm. And Steve McGee, from Channel Nine, is like, oh, he's practicing carrying that Six Man of the Year trophy <laughs> because like what he have 10, 10 or twelve of his points. Yeah, I think it was. In the I, fourth it quarter. was definitely more. Yeah, it was I like twelve or fourteen because he, was... he had ten when there was about. 
I don't know, maybe two minutes left in the game. And then he had some, uh, he made both of his free throws, but I don't know if he had another shot or not. So definitely like 12 or 14 points yeah. in the fourth quarter finished alone. With, finished with 28-2 and uh, almost half, if not almost half of those came in the fourth quarter. Dennis Schroeder was really impressive down the stretch there. And uh, like I said about the six man, he was going up in, against the reigning two-time, maybe even three-time six-man of the year, it Lou Williams. It wasn't raining tonight, Connor. Come okay, chill out. <laughs> Anyways, Dad great game jokes. from Dennis Schroeder. Um, but maybe, getting back to the Paul George thing real quick, I just want to say uh, thank you to the Oklahoma City Thunder fans because it's very obvious that you listen to this podcast. Um, we instructed you, I'd like to think ordered you to cheer yeah. on this last pod saying, if you don't cheer for Paul George, that uh, you, it would you would have hell to pay for me and Brady. Yeah, we took note of all the all dissenters, and you will be promptly sacked. Yep, we were we were uh, writing down names, seat numbers. You guys are not invited back to Chesapeake. We've taken it straight to Presti. You're and banned. Yeah, we've had the mayor on this podcast. Well, it's like we have power. We have some we swing. Do have power. So does Madison. She's kind of dressed like somebody that's very powerful. She's wearing all black. Uh, it's kind it's of, my favorite color. It's kind of scary. It Super matches intimidating. my soul. Yeah. Snake skin, snake skin, not even boots, but sneakers tonight. Sneakers. Yeah, they're wow. KDs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. No, no they're yeah, PGs. That was, that was a good one, though. My wife left me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm really happy that, I mean, I'm going to piggyback off of the Paul George thing real quick before we switch gears, just because, I, I mean, like I said, I was super neutral about this. I didn't really care whether people, like, cheered or booed for him. But now, like, thinking back on it, I don't want... Like, players, I don't want other fan bases looking at the Thunder fan base in Oklahoma City as a whole and just being like, wow, these people are so bitter. Because, obviously, the Thunder fan base went through a lot with the whole Kevin Durant thing. That's a totally different different ordeal. And I saw so many tweets comparing what Paul did to Kevin. I'm like, what? No, 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 it's not the same at all. And, like, when Paul was here, um, I don't, I think I said this on our show this past Saturday, so I'll say it again. This past Saturday. That was yesterday. Wow. Um, I said this. Paul, when he was here, he was here for two years. He didn't exactly, like, plant himself too much into the community while he was here just because, you know, I thought he kind of kept Oklahoma City at arm's length. He was a great guy when he was around. He was kind to everybody. Uh, He really did invest in being a Thunder player. However, he didn't, like, pop open restaurants here. Mm -hmm. He didn't uh, have a street named after him. You know, people... They didn't get so invested in Paul George that it was like a stab to the heart when he did leave. So that's why I didn't really see why people would like be super ticked off at him being introduced tonight. But at the same time, I was pleasantly surprised with the roar and the ovation that he did get. So, I mean, I didn't even know really what to expect. Personally, I'm not angry at him for any sense. I'm not like a diehard Thunder fan either. So I guess I can't really like speak to what other people are feeling. Uh, however, just my big thing with Paul is that I I was happy that he got the ovation he got because I want that to reflect well on Oklahoma City. Definitely. And I want the Thunder organization to just be known as, you know, it, it's a classy situation. Guys who come here, they're cherished. But if they leave and go off to do other things, they're supported. Yeah, I mean, and people aren't going to be like when they look back at the, this decade, the first decade of Oklahoma City Thunder basketball, they're in their 11th year, pretty much just existing in the in the 2010s. Like. Paul George is not going to be the first, like, or the second, or probably the third or fourth Thunder player that people are going to remember. Be the 69th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's he's down there on the list, probably around 68, maybe 69, uh, depending on where you mm. throw Dennis Schroeder at. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, some someone that 
hopefully will be defining the next decade of Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. Had a huge one tonight. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, like we said earlier, 32 points. The future of the point guard position for Oklahoma City, hopefully. He went 12 of 25 from the field, just below below 50%. uh, And then he also came in and hit two out of his three three three-pointers, managed to go six of six from the line. He was really just scoring from every level of the court and looked every bit like the future face of this franchise. Uh, Brady, I mean, we might go to you. What what did you see out of Shea tonight? And do you think it's really just, it sort of seemed like this was a momentum game for him. You know, he had 32 on Friday, keeps that going. Uh, What what did you see? Well, the biggest thing for me was just when he he got cold, like in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. And towards the beginning of the fourth quarter, he was still kind of on that cold streak. And in the first 20 or so games with Shea, that's when we would just see him stop taking shots. That's when we would see him basically just not really be not a negative, not not a positive on the floor, on both sides of the floor. But last few games, he's real like going back to the Memphis win last week, um, that game was pretty much won. Dennis Schroeder did the brunt of the scoring. Shea made all of his plays in the fourth quarter and that comeback yeah. off steals and that block on Solomon Hill in the corner, which is great. Like I wanna like if he's gonna be the face of your franchise, you don't just want him to be good at one thing. You want him to showcase his versatility and his length and his athleticism. He did that against Memphis. Um, Phoenix, it, it's good to see, okay, 32 points. He can hey, get some buckets. He, he can get some buckets as well. And he's getting them by getting to the basket. By It, it, it wasn't just a, a it wasn't just like a game where, um, oh, he was 8 of 9 from the three-point line. Like, yeah. I, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's sustainable. He's just being aggressive. And now once he's hitting these walls in games, it doesn't deter him from trying to go back to the well, trying to get to the basket, trying to get to the foul line, getting the spots on the floor. He's still remain, remaining aggressive, and that comes from Chris Paul, that leadership, the confidence he's instilling in him, and it's coming from Shea just going out and doing it and just Definitely. kind of understanding, like, oh, I, I can do this. And I actually uh, asked Doc Rivers after the game about if he's noticed any leaps, like specific leaps that Shea's made defensively going back from last year when Doc had him as a rookie. And Doc was like, I think he can be a great NBA defender. Mm-hmm. Like, not just good, like a great NBA defender. He's got the length for He's it. He's got the length, yeah. Um, and he was like, I don't know if Shea believes that right now, but I certainly do. And what I interpreted that as is just simply Shea needs not just the confidence to do this. He needs to have the belief of doing this, of course, but – um, I think he's starting to believe it now because yeah. you saw it with Phoenix, you saw it in Memphis. Like it didn't matter. Like he got to a, it got to a point in the end of the game, and he went on and uh, did it. And Madison is like nodding her head up and down. I go. am. I agree because I agree. I have been. I'm, so... I'm literally doing this podcast blind. I took my glasses off. So. You are doing so. It, but... it just looked like you were like, come on. You uh, no, no, no. I was nodding up. in agreement because like. I I totally agree. I think that his confidence has just skyrocketed the past week or so, especially now that they have four straight wins. Uh, They've been here on their home court. That's been so good for him to develop into this player that, especially uh, Chris Paul was talking about tonight in the locker room. You know, these guys, they have so much confidence in Shea. I I even asked Shea about this um, when he came up after Chris because there was a time in the third quarter that Chris Paul had – every opportunity to just drive in and make this layup, but instead he kicked it back out to Abdul Nader, who set up Shea in the corner for a made three. And it was weird because the Thunder were behind at this point, and Chris Paul could have easily, it wouldn't have like tied it, but it would have pulled it, I think, within two. But instead, he had all this confidence in some of his younger players, and he wanted to set those guys up. And Shea even said, you know, Chris, he always has confidence in us. He's always 
you know, making us uh, believe more in ourselves. He's making us feel better out there on the court. And I think that's what he's done throughout, what, 29 games now. It's just you, you see these guys develop that because they're getting that from guys like Chris Paul. They're getting that from guys like Steven Adams, just people who have been in the league a lot longer than they have. And so that's kind of a big thing with Shea right now is I do see his confidence uh, developing and evolving. And I think that has a large part to do with the way that Chris Paul especially is trusting him and believing in him. And even Dennis Schroeder, you know, Dennis has been in the league longer than Shea, obviously. Uh, He's not too much older than him, but he has more experience. And so, I don't know, I just, I like what's going on with this team right now when it comes to building these young guys up because, Shea is probably the best example of that right now with how he has been performing this past week. And I see that being a little bit more sustainable now than I did maybe two weeks ago, just because I think that he is learning a lot. He's feeling a lot better about his shots and he's making smarter calls. Definitely. And I mean, I think the really big thing about that confidence and consistency is that, you know, in the Phoenix game, obviously it was great to see him go see him go out there and score a career high 32 points. But the guys he was doing it against aren't really like the premier defenders in the NBA out in Phoenix tonight he got matched up most of the time especially once he started getting going a little bit they were throwing Paul George at him who was a defensive player of the year candidate last year uh might be again this year and he he just continued to go at him you know he's a very inside out player and regardless of who's guarding him he's going to start by attacking the basket trying to get his looks at the hoop and tonight the mid-range jump shot was falling he hit a few really nice step backs even when he had guys all over him contesting uh, and then he was knocking down the threes with confidence as well, even though that's not the area that he really leans on first and foremost. So super impressive, uh, super impressive performance by Shea tonight. Dennis Schroeder was the one coming in and closing down the stretch. Chris Paul, you know, was his usual stealth, didn't have a huge statistical output, but he was doing all the little things and making sure that the team was running smoothly and in order. And uh, I think we didn't we didn't mention it right at the top of the podcast, like maybe we should have, but they were missing generally the fourth guy that they have in that closing lineups along with those three guards and Steven Adams. Danilo Gallinari uh, sat the night out with, what was it? A ankle high, ankle high, soreness. Yeah, ankle soreness. He was that, drinking an Italian soda in the locker room. Probably. Classic. <laughs> yeah, so that was a call right before the game. Uh, Darius Baisley got his, it's his first career start, correct? Second. Second the career Thunder start. The Thunder are 2-0 when Darius Baisley starts. Heck yeah, that's a good sign to me. Um that. Yep. Undefeated. What a guy. Undefeated Untied. with Baisley. Undisputed. Oh, Coincidence? Man. I think not. Absolutely not. Good uh, Darius. So Darius came out and he had himself a pretty pretty solid game. Nothing insane in the box score. Three of five from the field. Knocked Do- down one out Doc of two. Doc Rivers three, didn't give a crap about Darius Baisley. He probably didn't. <laughs> so, um, Eric asked, uh, Eric Horn from The Athletic asked uh, Doc basically like, did anything like kind of change, you know, game plan wise when he realized that Danilo wasn't going to play? And he was like, no, I didn't really care. And, then Eric, <laughs> and Eric was just like, Okay, well, what did you think about Darius Baisley, the the young kid, you know, going out there playing? And Doc was like, ah, I don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, he's not the reason we won or lost this game, so well, uh, I'm sure he played hard. Well, you know <laughs> so what? He just Doc didn't give a shit about Darius Baisley. Doc, little do you know, Thunder are undefeated with Darius Baisley in the starting lineup. He was the reason. Well, now he this knows. Game. This is why it's now he to knows. do your homework. I never did my homework. Madison, did you ever do your homework? I did, um, except of course in. You did. God, I hope this doesn't get me in a lot of trouble, but I'm going to make a confession right Nerd. here, right now on the OKC82 podcast. My senior year of high school, I had a trigonometry class with Terry Swopes. Shout out, Coach Swopes. <laughs> and I cheated on every single assignment that I turned in. Madison. Every single one. Why? Wow. Because I could. 
you're going to prison probably. Uh, probably. Uh, if there's They're a, sending me back to high school. If there's a cop out there listening, uh, please come to the to studio be and yeah. get Madison. Literally right the now. oldest high schooler in the history of forever. <laughs> They're going to send you back. They're going to send me back to Ada High School. It's going to be an Adam Sandler situation. I'm going to be a cougar again. Uh, well, ah. in, in more ways than one if you're going back. Hey. Hey. This is my dream. Hello, little oh. boys. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Oh my! See if Brady would have said that. When did this turn <laughs> into like the oh, Howard Stern show? This yeah. is oh, that's like my dream. Unfiltered. Howard Stern. Filter. Oh um, god! No, 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 no! I'm just kidding. Don't but, sit on that saddle over there. No, I just I figured like <laughs> Madison is a cheater. Honestly, Madison is a creep. I just felt it like tonight was out. a good night. It's Connor's last podcast with us, so tonight's a it good is. night to just let everything out. Yeah, and I just uh, told him myself for cheating in high school. Well, <laughs> I respect it. I uh, <laughs> I. Will neither confirm nor I've got deny. Numbers. I've got numbers. Anybody want to listen to the numbers? I like numbers. Okay. I hate numbers, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, p- apparently so. This Per the thunder, Madison Morris has been fired. And, uh, oh, my God. For cheating on her trigonometry Her test. credentials have been rejected. Yeah, Sorry. That's not how we do things. Banned from Chesapeake this is Arena. awkward. Sam Presti's beard is falling out. Now, per the thunder. <laughs> have it. So the thunder were down 18 at one point during this game. They were. Oh, um, does Elias have something for us? Um, this is actually from the Thunder. Oh, okay. Um, Shelby Willingham, actually, she did the digging on this one, so I'll give her a shout out by name. Thank you, Shelby. This is the first hey, time in Oklahoma City history that the Thunder have had three fifteen, three or three fifteen point or more comeback victories in the span of a week. So that's a stat. Im- that's impressive. Look at that. The Thunder is also tied with the Lakers for the most fifteen point or more comeback wins this season with. Quattro. Nice. Which is, Four of them. Which is uh, beer for our German-speaking audience. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't Einstein speak this language. Yeah. I don't know I how many that is. I think we're, now that we're expanding to the Chinese market, what's what's four in, uh, in Mandarin? Inhao. I don't think that's oh, what it is. Oh, no. Madison, oh, come it's on. sensitive with Come the, on. God, like the- You just drove all of them away. NBA Chinese relations <laughs> are sorry. already- I'm They're, so they're thin God. as they are. Please gotta, do not make this a bigger deal than it actually is. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm going to clip over that here. out and just put no. it out there on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the Howard Stern show all of a sudden. <laughs> Unfiltered yes. again. Unfiltered with Madison Morris. Well, Morris. four of them, that's pretty impressive. Three of those uh, just came within the last- stretch of four games i believe they were able to take care of the phoenix suns pretty handily but uh they needed those every single bit they could get to come back and fight through those comeback victories in the other three um and they they did it tonight honestly even when they were down 16 18 it didn't really feel like this game was out of reach at any point the thunder looked like they were playing pretty well uh clippers early on were just really hitting shots at one point early on i think when they went up by their biggest margin they were shooting almost 70 percent from three while the Thunder were only shooting 20%. That kind of evened out over the course of the game. The Clippers finished 11 of 27 for 40%, and then the Thunder, uh, 9 of 27, 33%, not too bad. Yay! Um, but that was a big differential early on, was they were just knocking down their threes. Yeah. Lou Will was hitting shots. Paul George was hitting shots. He's a superstar. He, yeah, they have an incredibly talented team, even without Kawhi Leonard. So mm-hmm. th- this was a big victory for the Thunder. Way to close out on the home stretch. Um and we had a we had a few interesting moments tonight. Uh, my, I I really want to talk for a second about the boy Burton coming back. Oh, from, please do from his send down. Matt to Burton the G is going to be so excited. Shout out Matt Burton. Shout out he Matt was, Burton. No, let's let's be real poetic. He was cast down out of he was heaven. Banished. He was banished to the shadow realm. Yeah, and then the he was Oklahoma thrown City back Blue. into the wildfire. Deontay was like, "It's better to start in the G League than to sit on the bench in the NBA." I guess so, man. I respect that. That's some sort of. He, 
Have you guys ever read Paradise Lost? No. Did you uh, cheat on that one too, Madison? Madison was supposed to read that, but she cliff notes it. <laughs> I know you. I know what you did. I you never did. read any of my assignments in college. Madison. How are you here? I mean, How are you here? Because Spark Notes. Spark Notes. Oh my God. Spark Notes. Did you watch the game or did you, did you just watch like those condensed highlights on YouTube? All I did was keep my tweet deck up and I just read the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I watched the game, I swear. Except for the few times I may or may not have fallen asleep standing up. Oh, come on. You work hard, Madison. I I just was sleepy. Work smart, not hard. Yeah. Great job. Oh, um, (laughs) Deontay Burton. uh, Go ahead. Really quick. Go ahead. Madison, did you see Adam Francisco last night? No. Out and about? Okay. Well, um, so OU has a running back named TJ Pledger. And, um, because I had to come pick you up from the bar last night, you know, because you, uh... Damn it, Brady. <laughs> why's, why's <laughs> the, you didn't want the $60 Uber ride. Ubers were $60 last night, so I called Jeez. Brady, okay? Yeah. How much alone. did he charge you? Nothing. Nothing. Aw, you're such a nice guy, Brady. Sometimes. <laughs> um, anyway, I was wondering if you had seen TJ Pleasure because Adam found his wallet on the street. Oh. And... <laughs> What did Adam do? He well, apparently TJ Pledger's actual name is John. So Adam just tweeted out, "Does anyone know who John Pledger is?" And <laughs> TJ Pledger like hit him up. It's like, "Hey, that's mine." Um, anyway, like I thought, because I I thought he tweeted a picture to you last night. About, Adam did. Yeah, about someone joining the Turtleneck Club. Hashtag. He did. So that's oh my mine. gosh, I totally forgot that's, about that. That's why I brought it on. The, oh it no, the I didn't see him. He just grow. tweeted that picture at me. I didn't even know who that was. Oh. That's okay. It was but nobody of note. He's in my gang. Oh, well, God. I Everybody's thought, in the gang. I thought, okay, I misinterpreted a situation. Anyway, Deontay Burton. Deontay Burton. He, uh, he pretended that the basketball was Dennis Schroeder, and, and he blocked it twice. Swatted the shit out of it <laughs> yeah, just, because he hates Dennis Schroeder almost as much they as They high-fived three times tonight. Yeah, I counted Madison, it. Did really? <laughs> Madison got the scoop. Go ahead. I yeah, did. That's the so there was that one time... Um, I think Deontay, he actually got a turnover, and I it was kind of funny because Dennis was out on the court, and I was like, oh, he's about to rip into him. And Deontay started walking back, and Dennis walked over to him and gave him a high five, and I said, oh, that was cute. And then <laughs> um, I think it was after both of his blocks, Dennis was still out there on the court with him, and he got a high five after the first one and a high five after the All other right. one. And Were they angry high fives or were they like nice? And... No, they, I, they didn't Are like they they look at each other when they did it. But like, No eye contact? No. Ooh, I don't know if I like that. But it, it could have been worse. Dennis is like, you have failed me for the last time, <laughs> Deontay. Fine, I will give you the high five, but yeah. no more. <laughs> no eye contact for you. I loved it, though. I thought it was cute. This was like... Um, I think they have probably worked out their differences, and no so now they are giving them each other uh, on-court high fives. That's great. So cute. I know. It's, it's cute. Glad to hear it's it. It's a wonderful thing when people can put their differences aside, and um, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking stand. I'm what just are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to like, let what? it be known that I hate you all. Yeah. It's like, I'm keeping <laughs> the time to know where I need to cut all this out right oh now. Madison God. and I have been working together now for, what, two, three years? But almost three years. This is the point where, like, most bands start, like, breaking up or somebody going creative solo. differences creative differences but you like, fucking hate each other like we take reason. separate limos to uh the franchise <laughs> <laughs> to the arena in separate limousines yep mine is uh the nicer one but it's fine go ahead brady uh, it's okay 
Okay. Mine right. has cheese well, and crackers in the back. Even though Deontay Burton was able to squash his beef with Dennis Schroeder on the court, luckily he still held a little bit of anger in his heart. You love to see a little anger on the court. And he swatted the shit out of the ball. I love that. Twice on the same was possession. That the, was that the turning point? It honestly, that or the coach's challenge? The coach's, the coach's I would challenge say, was the major I would say point. the coach's challenge because at that point they were, what, down, I think, 98-94. Yep. Montrez Harrell comes and basically it looks like he just bodied Steven Adams. Montrez Harrell should be playing tight end in the NFL. He really should. That he should. A, He's a, a big monster. dude. Yeah, and he, he basically bodied Steven Adams out of the way. Steven Adams is not an easy man to move. Uh, they <laughs> called the foul on Steven Adams. Montrez finished the layup. Going to get the and one call. That would have put him up uh, 100 to 94, six-point lead with not, I think, just a few minutes left mm-hmm. on the clock with the chance to go to the free throw line and make it seven. Uh, Billy Donovan noted genius, uh, made the coach's challenge. He loves calling challenges. Yeah. I wish they'd let I'm them glad. throw flags. Like, They've, <laughs> I know. Give him He's, a flag, you coward. I want some showmanship out I there. I love that. I think they should head. be able to like shoot a flare up hey, in the air. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. Calling, yeah. He's been calling a challenge pretty much every single game the yeah. past like couple of weeks. Why and not? I love it. I'm Utilize like, yeah, you have the freedom to do that now. Challenge that shit. For sure. And yeah, he, he made the coach's challenge. Uh, they went back and reviewed it and changed that call to an offensive foul on Montrose Harrell. Yeah, they Harrell. did. Uh, got, got the foul against Steven Adams, so they, they were able to run it back, and that's a quick three-point swing. Thunder came down and scored on the other end, and all of a sudden they're only down two, and we know uh, we know how that story ended. Thunder were able to pull this one out. 118 to 112. <laughs> Look at Madison. Look at she, she just can't use, you just can't stand the oh, terminology. Oh, so funny. <laughs> what I, is funny? Oh, um. Madison says I don't get pull it. out a lot. Uh, I didn't mean to, but I accidentally like, said it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I accidentally it. said that like what? five times in one episode in once. One sentence. Oh, yeah, one it was like pull one up, breath up, of up, air. Up, 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 up. I probably talked about the thunder <laughs> pulling out. Madison, you have shamed this podcast. We are all <sighs> sleep deprived right now. Yeah, please excuse us. Clearly. No, don't please excuse, excuse us. No, please do. Put more of this in your ears. Like Honestly, said, I don't know of a better Thunder podcast that has this kind of personality on it. So really? shout out to us. High fives all the way Woo! around. My fives. Great don't ever work, be afraid everybody. to give yourself my five. We keep it interesting over here on yeah, the OKC82 podcast for sure. Madison, how many followers on Instagram do you have? Please I have 7,802. Well, we need, a, we need to turn that into 8,000. We do. knew that off the top of Yeah. Her what are you head? doing? Because I just checked. You can see If you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not following Madison, what follow are you doing? Follow me on Instagram. I feel like I do a good job of providing the content. She'll follow 17% you back. 17% of her photos taken since 2018 have been taken by me. They so have. Wow. Brady 17%. is a great photographer. That's analytics for you. I don't give him photo creds, but no, just don't. know that there's like a 98% <laughs> chance that he took that photo. All these um, little things yeah, coming out me. that kind of show where all the animosity is coming from if between some, the two. If some dude was like hit, hitting on you at a bar or something, and he was an artist, and li- in mo- other words said, "Can I paint you like one of my French girls?" <laughs> what would you say? Um, in other words, or in those words? Well, like I don't know. You don't want to just quote Titanic. That's true. That's because then you're just quoting Titanic, and then she's probably like, "Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. funny." But like, actually, like, no, I'm serious. Like, but I actually like I paint French girls for a living. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I'm my family's from Greece, so you can't do that. Well, that's my family's a good not from Greece; they're from Ada. 
like, See, like push it a little that, farther back than just my immediate. I don't know if you if you all know listeners of OKC podcast, but Matt and I hang out together all the time too. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be a thorn in your side. <laughs> Great, Madison, you're not from Greece. Personal jobs. guys, sir, she would love for you to paint. <laughs> guys, no, this is my last OKC. I know, and you'll never fucking forget it. Can we please stop fighting? <laughs> Anyways, hey, like um, I do want to give bigger. a really quick shout out on the rest of this podcast uh, to Mike Mascala oh, and God. Chris Paul. Okay, both were rocking a turtleneck tonight. There we go. I got the picture of Chris Paul. I forgot to tweet it. Shit. Um, <laughs> I have the picture of Chris Paul. Muskie was not made available to us. Single tier. And so the only thing that I have tweeted about his turtleneck tonight was what the Thunder tweeted, and I had to quote tweet it so I'm not stealing content. Um, but yeah, shout out to Chris Paul and Muskie for the turtleneck. They're on to something. Muskie came in and got himself some minutes tonight. He in did. Danilo Gallinari's absence. He loved to see it. Scored a whole, scored a whole two points. They came uh, from two free impressive. throws. Two free throws. <laughs> You know that's that's how that's it's fine. done, man. That's fine. Good for him. He Eight missed a, missed a couple of floaters. He had one missed one missed <gasps> lob. Oh my gosh! They, I wanted that to so bad for him. He thought he was Nerlens Noel, and uh, he wasn't. Muskie can't quit, quite get that high. You know, he's not quite there. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, uh, I I don't know how much time Mike Muscala would, is probably going to get this season, just depending on you know Danilo. Obviously, Steven and Nerlens are really great. Um, I don't know. I like when he's able to come in. He had that very small stretch towards the beginning of the season when he was actually able to get the shots he wanted. Mm -hmm. I hope that can happen again for him because when he is able to make that shot, he's a lot like Terrence Ferguson in that aspect because when Terrence is able to find his shot, he's kind of like a go-to guy for that type of, you know, like, oh, we need to pull ahead by three instead of two right now. Like, let's dish it out to Terrence. Let's dish it out to Mike Muscala. And so... For his sake and for, obviously, my sake, I am the number one Mike Muscala fan. And so I would love to see him be able to find his shot again and uh, hopefully have some more minutes. I don't know if that's going to happen, but, you know, girl you can dream. Did you see his dad? I did not see his dad. Yeah, but him and Mike and his dad walked right by us, too, and we were waiting for Paul. I should have. look sorry for you. They both they have the same hair. <laughs> Was he in a turtleneck, too? <laughs> no, he's wearing a T-shirt. Flame. Oh, Okay. Well, Mike Muscala came in, had some solid minutes. Uh, tonight, he played at the power forward position. Normally, he's their center when he comes in, so that was a little bit of a switch up for him. He was kind of getting some different looks than I think he normally gets. Uh, but at the power forward position, the, the it's interesting to note that the Thunder uh, stuck with their three-guard lineup down the stretch. Mm. But in place of Darius Baisley, where they would normally have Danilo Gallinari closing at the four, they went with Terrence Ferguson. Mm. Now that other than six foot six, Terrence Ferguson... Mm, as Brady says. <laughs> I'm uncomfy. <laughs> Obviously very excited about that. Uh, Terrence came in and scored a whole zero points off the bench tonight. Uh, or, uh, actually in the starting lineup tonight. On. Chill out, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. We Shout really need to put this man to bed. Uh, <laughs> zero points in the starting lineup for Terrence Ferguson. But he honestly looked like he had a hell of a game. He did a really good job defending Paul George uh, throughout the entirety of it. Um, multiple guys brought him up unprompted in the post-game interviews. Chris Paul was very complimentary of it. Uh, Steven Adams as well. Um, but he he looked really solid and got the got the close tonight at the four spot, something we haven't really seen him do, but he held his own very well. Uh, the fifth guy in that lineup that closed the game for him, as usual, the big Kiwi, Steven Adams, really got it done tonight. 20 yeah, points, 17 rebounds, six of those offensive 
just an absurd performance from the big man. Uh, he was dominant down low, even up, even going against one of the premier, not premier, but a really good big man in Montrez Harrell uh, of the LA Clippers. Steven Adams really just looked like an absolute tank. Um, you know, he wasn't playing quite as much out of the high post as we've seen him through most of the season where he kind of likes to operate as an entry guy who then passes it to cutters, passes it out to the other players. He wasn't doing quite as much of that, but they were getting a lot more looks for him out of pick and roll, a lot of looks down low in the post where he was able to just, you know, bury his shoulder into guys and get looks at the looks at the basket. And he really came through for the Thunder, uh, not so much down the stretch. That was more Dennis Schroeder who was carrying the team. But early on, it was Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Steven Adams doing the carrying. So big performances from those guys tonight. All around, we had some big, big, some solid efforts off the bench. Nerlens Noel had a few big time jams, as he does pretty much every game. He's got. He's honestly might be one of the one of the most fun players on this team to watch. I think he is, just because I have always said that I think he's a great person to come in and relieve Stephen Adams. He's the mm-hmm. first guy in at least the past five or six years that I've watched come in, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's it, uh, it'll be fine. I don't like, really miss Stephen mm-hmm. Adams. Yeah, Stephen like, will be fine. Yeah. But, like, in the past, that hasn't been the case. And it it wasn't even necessarily the case for me last season watching New Orleans come in. I feel like he's a totally different player this season. Yeah. And thank God. Like, he... He looks healthy. Yeah, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He looks more high energy. He looks like he has more of a coordination out on the court with these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think he lacked that last season, but I think he was still trying to develop that, and it was just more of a slow process for him. And so now that he has developed that, he's able to connect with Dennis and Chris for lobs. Uh, he looks more aggressive. He looks stronger under the rim. And he's been reliable. You know, last season he had a couple of games. You're like, wow, okay, Nerlens Noel actually is good. But then he'd come and have another game. And you're like, no, eh, he's really not. Yeah. But I feel like this season he's at least, like, even if he doesn't score a lot, every single game this season I've been like, okay, like Nerlens is a good backup center. And I think this team's lucky to have him. Definitely. I mean, he's a serious lob threat whenever he's on the court. Him and CP3 have had some really good connections uh, in the last few games, especially. They seem to have a real good chemistry going on. And then on the defensive Did end... Did you cheat in chemistry too, Madison? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, even, even on the defensive end, he doesn't feel like that much of a step down from uh, Steven Adams. Why are you chuckling again? <laughs> Go to bed, Brady. <laughs> uh, it's uh, way past both of our bedtimes. All right, it's 69 all right. o'clock, everybody. Okay. Not Jesus, sign us off, Connor. <laughs> well... In that case, since these two so desperately Connor, want to go thank bed. you so much for all your help and Connor, your hard work. I really appreciate it. You did a great job. Um, I, um, <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my turn. Connor, I definitely want to give a shout out to you. You've Aww. been one of the greatest interns to come through this program. Low bar, but um, thank you. No, like seriously. <laughs> I mean, no one was a better intern than myself, but um, no, I'm just kidding. I have really appreciated everything that you've done for us. Obviously, Brady and I have been more than thrilled to have you part of our podcast, to have you part of our Thunder coverage. Uh, and you've always been reliable, so thank you so much. Thank you just so much. Big guys. shout out to you. I you're really going to go very that. far in places, and I know you're going to be a GM one day. Aw, that's the sweetest thing anyone has ever said. Oh, yeah, I don't say a lot of nice tell things. Tell us what so. Sam Presti told you. What did Sam Presti tell me? Yeah. I. What did Sam Wait, Presti what, tell you? What, what part? You of went it? up and you, said hi to him. Yeah, yeah I went like, and talked to Sam Presti. You were, you were wearing a wire, I trust, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Exclusive <laughs> Sam Presti audio. Here it is. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I got to talk with Sam Presti. The man's kind of my idol. I'm not gonna lie. It was uh, yeah. honestly a lot more nerve wracking than like talking to LeBron or anyone else to go up and I actually get that. talk to 
Sam Presti. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I just got to go up to him and basically ask him for career advice and stuff like that because he has the job that I want to do down the road. So maybe uh, all of you Oklahoma OKC82 podcast listeners uh, will remember this if I if I make it up there. But Vote y'all, Connor. Y'all were here from the beginning of the journey. I Connor really appreciate that. Tell uh, everybody where you're going. I oh, just keep giving me these instructions, man. <laughs> well, I mean, that's my job. But I, I want to know. I don't even know where you're going. <laughs> I am heading out to Australia, the land Woo! down under, uh, on January 5th. But this is my last Thunder game that I'm going to be in town for before we go visit some family for Christmas uh, out in Phoenix. And then I will be, yeah, shipping out, going down to Aussie land. What are you doing down there? I'm going to be working and traveling. Uh, potentially working with a, an NBL National Basketball League team down in Australia, uh, potentially doing something completely different. But whatever it is, uh, we're going to have fun with it. That is so, seriously so cool. Yeah, I've I'm, never been to Australia, and I'm envious. Yeah, I haven't been since I was two years old, but we got some family down there. Shout out to the the extended IUBs. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. It'll be an interesting time for sure, but... Watch um, out for all the spiders. Uh, Tell course, RJ Hampton we said hello. I will. And, and LaMelo Ball, don't worry. Uh, who you you don't who you is heard? who is that he's the uh, the future number probably three pick uh just off the dome anyways uh thank you guys so so much for listening thank you for putting up with uh my annoying voice and these two's ridiculous debauchery dirty jokes and dirty jokes sorry Madison, you guys i'm not that sorry foul mouth. <laughs> I, I i don't apologize we got real personal tonight we got real ridiculous tonight <laughs> yeah Madison said the fuck word on the podcast. <laughs> Oopsies. this was a very very fun podcast to be a part of as this entire season has been fun i'm gonna I'm going to miss you guys. I really am. It's going to be sad. Hold on. Let me see if this will register on the microphone. Oh, boy. A little slut. Oh, no! (laughs) And that just really makes me know how much you guys are going to miss me. Uh, (laughs) Appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, so, once again, my name is Connor Ayubi, joined with... Brady Trantham, a little slut, and yeah. Morris. Uh, we are the OKC82 podcast coming at you from the franchise 107.7. USA! USA, Oklahoma City Thunder one tonight, 118-112. Goodbye, everybody. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, Brady! Bye forever. <laughs>